If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, clap two times. If you're happy and you know it, then you really want to show it. Are you happy? Hell yeah! intro for you guys <laughs> lords of the long intro well, you know just you know a lot of times people you know are just you know getting in the notification right, comes out right. and you know I, hey they can always fast forward on the rewind yeah you know just to get the party started man it's a little pre-hype right. party you know uh we don't normally come in on a saturday but i got some breaking no. news i got a scoop one of those old school scoop long-term spec lists so shout out oh, to you remember those i know it's been a minute man so shout right. out to everybody in the live chat Wesley's Comic Connection, Johnny Dakota, Red Lodge Crow, uh, SJF, Sean Miller, Victoria Pagak, did I say that right? Zhong Li, No Hero, uh, Paul PC1974, Sparks Comics, what's up, man? Sassy Pants, been a minute since we've seen you. Young Joey Does Comics, what's going on, young man? 
Uh, glad to see you guys all are joining us. Wobbles, been a minute since we've seen Wobbles. McBee, one, always been in there. Michael P., uh, the list goes on and on. General Pudis, I love that name, by the way. <laughs> uh, and as I'm talking, it's uh, hopefully getting more people. I know it's a Saturday. Yeah. It's the middle of the Saturday prime time. Normally, you guys got stuff to do, but you know, we're quarantining. Hopefully, you guys will quarantine with us. Our man Mikey Sutton from geekositymag.com got us an exclusive Sony scoop. If you haven't told by the thumbnail, it's Morbius related. And you know, Disney threw down the gauntlet, and Sony's really like, wait did. a second, we, we still have a little something over here. <laughs> poor too. guys. Oh, man, poor guys. But you know what? Hey, man, they got to do what hey. they got to do, you know, and to keep on trying to get attention to see if uh, they can get some other folks. Uh, hey, this list is pretty cool. I don't know. There's some pretty good there interesting are characters on here. A couple of characters you'd be like, yep, I know those. And the others yep. were like, this is the kind of long-term spec list that are cool that uh, yeah. as we're saying them, you'll immediately go on eBay and find them for a dollar or two dollars. It'll make you want to dig through your long boxes. Yeah, they will. Um, and since... This is a scoop. I got yet another something for you what? guys. It's been a minute since we had this. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! That's right. Good old Ron Burgundy. It's been a minute. Such nostalgia from six months ago or whenever. Uh, <laughs> Man, before the feels like. Before the lockdown uh, right? when we were getting more scoops. Hopefully we're going to get more. I was talking to Mikey and he's like, you know what? He misses doing this with the Lords uh, since he's been so busy doing all the articles on geekosityMag.com. And if and any of you have, have a website, you know you have to generate traffic. So you literally have to write five, six articles a day. I mean, like if you think about comicbook.com and all these other ones, I mean, some days they just post the weirdest stuff. Like, and I always tweet at them and mess with them saying slow news day, slow news day that you're posting stuff like this. But uh, this is based off of, you know, it's interesting. We haven't seen a Morbius trailer in a while. No, just the I got Yeah, I got it. I mean, you got to think that there's going to be something coming up soon. Um, so, you know, I did that long intro, so we don't have to introduce all of our sponsors. You know who they are. Geeky Swag Shop, Rocket Comics, Coverprice.com, uh, KRS Comics, and our friend, uh, the Big To-Do over uh, on Instagram. Make sure you hit up the Big To-Do. He's doing mystery boxes with a sweet grand prize. The first Kang in a 4.5. dope. Yes, you got a good chance of winning Kang. And so check What's out- What's the name Matt. of the movie they said it was going to be? Ant-Man what? He's going to be in uh, Quantumania. Quantumania. <laughs> Quantumania. <laughs> I like so, Hulkamania. Yeah, Quantumania. So, I mean, we had to talk about the news that was yesterday. Today is just for Sony and That's our right. friends at Sony. Sony to see what they got. You never know, man. You know, after yesterday's news... Some of the stuff we talked about last year, it came to fruition. So, you that know, right. sometimes that's why they're called long-term spec, okay? It's long-term, yep. meaning they're, it's planning. But things can change from here and then. And as I always say, things are subject to change. But as of right now, these are what the plans are. And let me put this up because this is the scoop from Mikey Sutton that I'm going to read first. That's going to go up on the Geekosity page in about an hour. So you're getting it here first before anybody else. Okay, let me take a drink of my Cuvassier. Hello, ladies. All right. This is from our friend Mikey Sutton over at geekositymag.com. And Lords of the Long Box exclusive by Mikey Sutton at geekositymag.com. I'm reading this verbatim. 
Jared Leto's short-lived time as the Joker for DC Films may have no continuation, but Sony has larger plans with them for Morbius. Sony is hoping Morbius will be their second non-Spidey property to take off as a theatrical franchise after Venom. But the future of Morbius depends on the success of his first movie and the willingness of Marvel Studios to play ball with their cinematic universe. In other words, you know, if they want to bring Mobius into some of the MCU films like they did with Spider-Man, they haven't done with any other characters yet. But so far, we'll see. Uh, According to inside sources, Mikey says Sony wants Morbius. Sony does wants Morbius to join the Midnight Suns. The Midnight Suns under Kevin Feige's supervision with Ghost Rider and Blade. Hmm. If Sony has to ride the storm alone with this franchise, though, the plan is to have Morbius, Morbius form a legion of monsters of his own. Hint, hint. Perhaps utilizing a roster of supernatural villains that Sony has the live action rights to. So you know, that narrows it down by a lot. Some of them may even be on this long term spec list. So These are the characters that Sony Studios is being asked to research for a possible trilogy of Morbius films. Now, the ideal situation for Sony is that they Kevin Feige brings in Morbius into the MCU, kind of like how, you know, Spider-Man showed up in Avengers films. Right. Right. You know, hopefully they could bring Morbius in to interact with Blade since Blade is an MCU property. So and Kevin Feige's. MO has always been, let's wait and see. If Morbius tanks, uh, you know, the chances are, they, and if he doesn't like the way they're going with it, you never know. Uh, some people are hinting to it that maybe it already is because um, they saw uh, Michael Keaton's character in the trailer, but, you know, Michael Keaton has a contract with Sony. So, you know, right. it, it, it's, it's really confusing. So, but with uh, all the news that Disney dropped yesterday for all the Marvel stuff, and Sony has to do something. I mean, if you... <sighs> Spider-Man Sony Spunk or whatever it's called, SPUMC, <laughs> is pretty easy spec because there's not a lot of characters in that Sony has the right. I mean, they say there's a ton of them, but they're yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's really you know, not. They're all Z-list exactly. characters. I mean, you know, they're not you know, anyone so, you know. And so the main one in Morbius, and I'll be honest with you, when I the first Morbius shaver, I dug it. I thought it was pretty Oh, yeah, good. yeah. I'm, I'm excited I was by not it. expecting it to be that good, to be me honest either, with you. Me either. I totally and, had... Uh, bad feelings about it but hey it changed my mind i'll check it out and michael and uh jared leto's a great actor i i think he you know his joker was a, a take it or leave different. it it was a different take he tried yeah. something they tried something it didn't work you know i mean if you know david Ayer's uh history of movie making he likes the street gritty side of la so a lot of his movies are about gangsters from la and if you live in southern california you know it's either cholos or like crips and bloods and so Jared Leto's Joker was definitely a take on like a cholo version of him, right down yeah, to the yeah. old English tattoos on him, the Joker right. tattoos, which is a is an old Pachuco tattoo that he has on him. So, um, so that is the scoop, and let's get right to the long term spec list. So these characters have been re- are being researched for Morbius franchise of films, and so they're not jamming them all into the next Morbius film, but. They play if they, you know, they have the plan ahead. So they're saying, hey, if if we don't get to work with Marvel, let's this is what we want to do for a because that's the in vogue thing, right? Everybody wants to make a trilogy of films, right? Nobody just wants to pull one because that would seem as a failure. Um, But let's get right to it. Uh, I will admit, man, some of these are 
long shot. Far, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that uh, long shot the character. I will say this. The good news is most of them are very cheap and uh, get yeah. your pens and paper ready, copy and paste, open up another browser tab and have eBay open and get ready. Okay. First one on the list. Well, this one is kind of well known for if you're a hardcore Spider-Man fan, you would know this character. Demo Goblin is being researched for this uh, the Morbius series. Demo Goblin also used to be the Hobgoblin. His first appearance is Web of Spider-Man number 86, a longtime foe or so. There's so many goblins in the Spider-Man universe, but this is a rather cool character. Um, Very heavy metal. Uh, hold on one second. Again, a message from Mikey said. Oh, this just in, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, um, so this is character first appeared in uh, the Web of Spider-Man number eighty-six, and basically there. Okay, so if you really want to spec this, um, it's he's actually his name is uh, unknown, but he has th three first appearances. Uh, I guess that he does have a name. So he actually first appeared in Spectacular Spider-Man number 147 as Hobgoblin. And then he appeared as Demo Goblin in Web of Spider-Man number 86. And then he appeared most recently in Absolute Carnage Lethal Protectors number one as Demo Goblin. I, I can't, you can't make Demo. this up. It's just... Yep. <clears throat> Very weird. All right. Hold on. I have a new scoop, guys. Um, so I'm going to read it live in the air. I just got a new scoop from Mikey Sutton. And as soon as we go through this, I'm going to read it live. So uh, he's telling me it's big. So stay tuned, boys and girls. We got another big scoop coming your way. Look at that. Oh, you can tune in on a Saturday. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. Surprise yeah. on Saturday. So there's multiple iterations. But as I've always tell you guys on, on the long-term spec list that, that Mikey will get from people in, within the studios, they may or may not be comic book savvy. And so they just have a name. Right, and the name given specifically was Demo Goblin. It wasn't Hobgoblin or Demo Goblin. It was Demo Goblin. So we're gonna go with Web of Spider Man number eighty six. I looked on cover price, no sales data. I mean, if there is, it's it's a dollar, you know, dollar bin fodder. It's definitely a dollar bin fodder. Definitely dollar bin fodder. So there you go, Demo Goblin. Uh, and that can be confused with Demo Goblin. D E M A. I'm you know, surprisingly, you I have this book because I collect goblins. Well, there you go. I'm you're you're ahead of the curve already. Yeah. All right, boys and girls. Uh, next up on the list is Vic Slaughter. That is an awesome name. <laughs> yes. Sergeant Vic Slaughter's Slaughter. little, yeah. little Vic kid. Slaughter is the first appearance is in Morbius, the Living Vampire, number six. This is the 1993 volume. And uh, Vic Slaughter is an interesting character because he's one of, he's similar to um, uh, Morbius where he did an experiment um, with some kind of chemicals that basically turned his face into looking like the Morbius himself. Um, so basically, uh, I'll, actually, I'll tell you. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I was reading the wrong one. That's the next character that's coming up. So um, basically, Vic Slaughter was a was an ex-Marine, and he was one of a mercenary team called the Hard Cases. Now, these guys were tasked with taking down Morbius at one point. Um, so the team tried to go out, you know, Marines against a vampire. I wonder how that's going to work out. So basically, uh, Morbius bit him and then buried him alive. Ooh. So that's not a good thing. Oh. So the Is next this day, movie? 
<laughs> it is. Okay. So the next day, Simon Stroud, who or, or excuse me, Victor Adam Slaughter, who is his name, uh, he gets bit by Morbius, gets thrown into a grave, buried alive, and he arises from the grave as guess what? Another living vampire. He also is part of a team called the Unkillables, which is the coolest name ever in comics. At one point, the Unkillables tried to take on Wolverine. So this is one of those things where more Morbius bites somebody and they also get infected with disease that he has. So uh, that's pretty interesting. But he looks pretty gnarly right there. I I, yeah, I try to find pictures. So when you know we say the names and you see that on the screen, you kind of get an idea of what Vic Slaughter looks like. So uh, this to me sounds like he's definitely going to go um, after this is in maybe in the later films when they start hunting down Morbius, he's yeah. part of that team. And then Morbius bites him and then he turns and turns into Vic Slaughter. I mean, you know, when your name is Vic Slaughter, you don't even need a superhero name, right? I mean, no, you're already a, or a villain name. Yeah. It's like Chuck Norris. Yeah. So Vic Slaughter first appearance is Morbius, the living vampire number six from 1993. So check that off your bingo list. This, I meant, <laughs> this Morbius run, I mean, nobody is nobody no, has this no unless you're unless you're hardcore. Um, uh, but a lot of people are hardcore. Hey, someone posted know, that uh, Toxic Avenger book. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I know, and they tagged us too. So yep, they, they I did. forgot it was. But Marvel No Prize goes yes, out to you, buddy. Did. And we asked for it, and we got it. All right. Yes, so uh, next up on the list is uh the most uh, current recent character that's been uh, created for in the Marvel comics, Elizabeth Nikos. First appearance, Morbius, the Living Vampire. Number one from 2019. So that's why I say be careful. There's multiple volumes that have the exact same name of Morbius, the living vampire. This was from 2019. She looks um, like she, uh, she's part of a vampire hunter crew. I mean, I'm just it, guessing. That's a speculation. Uh, actually, no. Nope. Um, yeah. So uh, at one point she did hunt down. Uh, she tried to hunt down uh, Michael Morbius, but uh, I'll read the, you know what? You know, just fuck it. We're doing it live. I'll read Do you the live. history. I'll read you the history of. Uh, Mike, I mean, these characters Mike. need a little history because I've never heard of them. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me. Uh... <laughs> so Mikey's son says, I had just sent you the scoop. Uh, I want you to read it live because I want to see the look on your face. I was like, uh oh, um, the history with while Michael Morbius and his brother Emil were working on a medical science. Elizabeth is seen by Morbius as a loving shadow behind them. Uh, following Morbius's turn into the living vampire and the apparent murder of Emil, Elizabeth trained herself in order to attempt to hunt down and kill him. First by working together with the Melter. However, after a failed attempt of assassination of Morbius, she cuts ties with the Melter when he prioritized replicating and monetizing the process of turning one into a living vampire over killing the one she was aiming toward and sought after and sought out her quarry while he was arguing with Spider-Man. So there you go. So she is, you're correct. She is a vampire hunter and she looks pretty badass if you ask me. I was just guessing by the uniform. Yeah. She I mean she uh she looks like Magdalena, remember that image comic? Yeah. She kind of looks like yeah. that. Um so Elizabeth Nikos, this is relatively new and uh so go out, I mean 2019 sounds like a cool character. She was friends with Michael Morbius before he turned into the living vampire, and then she ends up trying to hunt him down. And, uh, you know, a lot of these characters like Morbius and these other characters, they become antiheroes like Venom, right? Mm -hmm. They all, they, I mean, Michael Morbius has well, a much people more. People start liking the character. He has a much more complex history than Venom does. I mean, Michael Morbius was actually trying to cure himself. He doesn't want to be a bloodsucker, right? right? Well, he kind of resembles, well, 
I was think he's the man bat of the Marvel universe. Kind That's of the, a, a, a doctor a who point. wants to cure something, you know, has an accident, doesn't want to be the person he is, but yeah. doesn't have a choice and i'm pretty sure there's some variants out for this because that's a dope cover man i really dig that cover that is cool all right next up in the list of obscurity um this one you know a lot of people may have gotten it because you know it was it came out in 2019 it's a cool cover people dig cool covers that's the first thing you see i mean you might even grab it so but this next one i don't know <laughs> read the read the history uh tim read the history. i i would Can but I there's none yeah, go History ahead. of the character is unknown. <laughs> All right. And that character is Bloodthirst. The first appearance is a Morbius, the living vampire, number 20 from 1994. Obviously, uh, his wiki is so thin, it doesn't even have a character history on it. But this is, could be one of those, you know, for, in the span of three films, this uh, a one-time villain that comes and goes, or who knows, you know. I, you don't even know what Sony does. They can make some small characters big or, you know, big characters small or what have you. But, you know, Bloodthirst uh, almost sounds like a, a Rob Liefeld creation, right? Uh, he's always got blood something. Let's blood see how wolf. the feet are drawn. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and this is uh, definitely a 90s cover. Look at that cover. There's so much going on. It looks on like with it that. glistens. It looks like it shines a little bit. Even this. <laughs> like Yeah. You could tell. So that this that was, was under nice. the Midnight Suns imprint. So this goes back to that whole thing: how more they want Morbius, and it'd be curious to see if Morbius does well in the theater. Who knows? Michael, you know, Kevin Feige may say, "You know what? You guys did pretty good with that. You know, we can bring him in, and we, uh, you know, put him up with Blade and some other supernatural characters, and or maybe Kevin Feige is like, you know what? We'll put him to Hulu, and then Sony be like, oh, what a slap to the face! What's going on with that? So, Bloodthirst to first appearance, Morbius, the Living Vampire, number twenty. If you have that, take a picture of it and tag us on please, Instagram. Please. Yes, because uh, I if you have this, then congratulations. You, you definitely win 2020 bingo. Next up on the list is another obscure character. Nicoletta Harrow. First appearance, Morbius the Living Vampire, Volume 2, number 6 from 2013. She is an interesting character as in uh, she doesn't have much history, but she is the heir to the AIM organization. So kind of oh. like, you know, how AIM is like the uh, evil uh, scientist group that has does things here and there. But, but she was also involved in trying to hunt down um, Morbius for nefarious reasons for, you know, their own scientific right. needs so Harvest they can make money of off it. Yeah. And I'm tr if you look, if you Google Nicoletta Hera, she actually, Hero, they actually show a picture of one of the actresses in the first morbius film so i'm trying to s figure out if she was already in that but either way uh they're coming now and um uh, that cover uh <laughs> i don't even remember this i remember the morbius oh, yeah. that we just showed i do not remember this one at no, all this, no not at all yeah, and this was so, marvel now so this was like two, oh, 2013 no yeah 2013 weird. marvel now um wow. i like the other cover better but there you go so if uh you guys got nicoletta harrow on your list go for it snatch that up all right, so uh, there, here we go. This one is more of a uh, one that everybody knows, or at least you should know. Uh, next up on the list is, I believe his name is Carrion or Carrion, whatever. Carrion sounds like luggage, but Carrion. Carrion, wayward son. He's been a Spider-Man villain for a while. First appearance is Spectacular Spider-Man, number 149. Um, and this character actually has quite a history because carry on is um it's been a while um i mean it, 
if you really look it up, there's some earlier pinches. But I'm going with this one here, since this one seems to be cheaper. There is another appearance. There's multiple iterations of Carry On 2. This one is Malcolm McBride. So, like I said, when I get this list, guys, I just get a I just get a name. Sometimes it's an actual character name. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a their superhero or villain name. Uh, but Carry On has, is, is, as you see him right there, looks just like the other characters on this list. They all kind of this kind of this crazy supernatural weird carry on carry on maybe yeah yeah carry on yeah, i'm gonna go with that uh, awesome. carry on carry on my look at the cover. <laughs> did you see that graphic that's why i put it up there ryan for all you supernatural variant uh, yes i did so that's why it's i'm awesome. gonna say carry on my wayward son because it's right there on the graphic itself so carry, carry on, on sounds good yeah uh by the way if you haven't seen uh, I, you know what you we should do a show me you and my animal about supernatural i'm ready the finale i'm ready Anytime. So good. I cried. So good. So I did too. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? I don't care either. Fight me. Let's you, go. Fight me if you don't. Let's do if it. You think, yeah. But the uh, the uh, series finale of fin- oh, Supernatural was just incredible. So man. good. So because I've I've lived I've they've been part of my life for so long. Fifteen seasons, man. That's a and long time. Dean Winchester and the '67 Impala. Well, all, you know when when I I when they talk about famous cars from TV shows. Then the '67 Apollo needs to be in there, 100. Along with Dukes of Hazard, along with Kit, yeah. along with the 18 van, whatever car, uh, Starsky and Hutch. For all you uh, older heads out there, that was to me, Starsky and Hutch was the shit. That car was the shit. That oh. was the one. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's safe to talk about Supernatural. Uh, <laughs> uh, spoilers now that it's been over for a couple of weeks, but uh, we'll you say that. Do yourself a favor, uh, Jesse, or um. Not Jesse. Fuck. I'm, I can't think. JLS. Sydney. Comics. No. JLS Comics is Jesse. Oh, is it Jesse? I thought yeah. James for some reason. Okay. So I was right. I should never second ga- never second guess yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Jesse, you should give yourself the opportunity and we'll go watch it. It's fantastic. He said he's never seen it. Oh, just binge. I I first got like onto it like super, ten years. I mean, yeah. not to be. It's go. It's it. They're they're demon hunters. They're monster hunters. It's and it's hilarious too. But what's interesting is the first season is is kind of small where they just kind of go with this. And right after this first season finale, it just goes wild. Shit. Wild. We're talking God, Lucifer, all yep. the archangels, every demon you could think of, and all these different mythos. Purgatory. Mythos, take a shot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's incredible. The personifications of death. It's 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 for every supernatural horror fan. I mean, you have to see it. Plus, it's hilarious, and I love how. Well, it gets, see, it, it's serious, kind of in the first three seasons. The fourth season starts to get really funny. They start to really add a lot of humor. Yeah, I mean, they even um, do in the later seasons a a Scooby Doo. They do a Scooby Doo. I mean, come on. They they, they break the fourth wall into like to the point where they talk about supernatural. Like, uh, fan there's fiction. a show where the, they're themselves in the show. Why? It's fantastic writing. Yeah, fantastic it's great. I, in my opinion, is the best show on CW. I know a lot of oh, people say Smallville and whatever else. Mm-hmm. No, it Supernatural is what carried the CW. Those shows may have been. The first, but Supernatural is by far the best. The best, uh, even better than all the superheroes. And it's so rewatchable. Yeah. 
All right, the next one on the list is something we've talked about in the past. So anytime when I tell you we have a double spec, that gives me even more reason to think it's coming. It, typically, when we double spec something, meaning that we've talked about it's been a multiple long-term spec list, it's definitely coming. That's right, boys and girls. Everybody's favorite man, Wolf. There he is. Manuel, first appearance, ASM 124, John Jana Jameson the third. If you want to get his first appearance, go ahead. It's Amazing Spider-Man number one. Uh, but he later turns into Man-Wolf in Amazing Spider-Man number 124. He later in, in a Marvel premiere, a Marvel preview issue, he goes off into outer space and does some other crazy stuff. He has a long history. Didn't but he get I'm, changed in space like some jewel did something to correct. him so he is an astronaut right uh, and it was teased and amazing spider-man the sam raimi spider-man yeah yeah it was teased he was showing up and he was the boyfriend i think of what's her name yeah of um not, not gwen stacy but uh was it gwen stacy Mary jane Mary Jane. He was the girlfriend of Mary Jane and J. Jonas Jameson had just congratulated him. He came back from uh, the moon. So everybody thought Man Wolf was coming. Um, so obviously, he, uh, during his trip to outer space, he he gets an amulet that turns him into the Man Wolf. So there you go. This book is pretty cheap. I looked it up on cover price and uh, you can get a cheap copy now. There's not many of them. Uh, they're hard to come by in a 9.8 because it's amazing Spider-Man this run people loved them and read them they rolled them up put them in their back pocket rode a bike and just did whatever they wanted to chopped up lines snorted coke off it I mean excuse me <laughs> you know no those are uh, album covers but anyway your CD jackets uh, right so there you go man nice it's a small but but hey work I think it's a pretty good list I mean yeah, a movie so. like Morbius who no one ever thought would be something it is. And here we now have characters that, you know, there's two, I would say three characters here that are probably more than likely the other four. We'll see. Yeah. And for those who are just joining us, um, and uh, let me see, there's like 170 of you watch. I will read the Mikey Sutton scoop uh, once again. Uh, and then uh, at the end of the show, I'll go through a kind of a quick shot of all the characters again. Um, so this is the scoop that we got from our man, Mikey Sutton. Uh, this is a Lords of Longbox scoop from Mikey Sutton at geekosityMag.com. Jared Leto's short-lived time as the Joker for DC Films may have no continuation, but Sony has larger plans for him with Morbius. Sony is hoping Morbius will be their second non-Spidey property to take off as a theatrical franchise after Venom. But the future of Morbius depends on the success of his first movie and the willingness of Marvel Studios to play ball with their cinematic universe. According to inside sources, Sony wants Morbius to join the Midnight Suns under Kevin Feige's supervision with Ghost Rider and Blade. If Sony has to ride the storm alone with this franchise, the plan is to have Morbius form a legion of monsters of his own perhaps utilizing a roster of supernatural villains that Sony has the live action rights to. Some of them might even be included on this long-term spec list. So there you go. So Manwolf is interesting. He started as a bad guy and then became a good guy or an anti. A lot of these characters started as, you know, horror bad guys and end up being like a, maybe not so much a hero, but an anti-hero or just a being that existed. So uh, there you go, man. Um, so I just getting this, I am going to read this live uh and mikey wants to see my reaction okay so this so, is breaking news this is something this that is breaking mikey news just sent so you 
As the show started, Mikey Sutton sent me this, and it's a long. Oh my God, it's long. Are I you ready? Read the specifics of All it, right. but it's about seven paragraphs long. So, are you ready? Ladies and let gentlemen? me get it started first. By uh, this is breaking news, boys and girls. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! All right. Okay. Just to show you, I'm reading it from my phone right here. All right, man, this is long, so I don't even have anything to drink. I'm parched. That's what she said. Oh, hey, hey now. All right. So here, this is from a man, Mikey Sutton. Here we go. I'm going to read it verbatim because he just emailed it to me, so I don't even know what the contents are yet, so I'm trying not to. All right. Tom Holland's Peter Parker will... Still be the focus, uh, excuse me, will still be the focus of the still untitled Spider-Man 3, despite a growing cast of heroes and villains. However, according to inside sources, Spider-Man 3 is going to be a sprawling and ambitious adventure weaving together science and the supernatural. Apparently, it will end on a cliffhanger as well, concluding in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, which is being directed by Sam Raimi, who famously helmed Sony's original trilogy of Spider-Man movies. The following information, if its parts remain unchanged during production, could be massive spoilers. First of all, the burgeoning romance between Parker and MJ will deepen in the movie. Those expecting action from beginning to end are not going to receive what they are seeking. Don't get me wrong. The last act of the film, which I will preview below, has the potential to rival Infinity War and what? Endgame. What? But anyone thinking that Kevin Feige will take his eyes off the wheel are worrying for nothing. Spider-Man 3 is going to be similar to Civil War, Civil War, how it balances powerful character moments with characters gradually introduced into its plot. In other words... It won't be a case of uh, spaghetti being thrown against the wall. At the heart of it will be Holland and Zendaya. The movie will revolve around the relationship. It's going to be tested at, here as she realizes how dangerous it is for her birth boyfriend to be Spider-Man, especially with the world knowing his true identity. The bad guys aren't coming after Peter Parker. Af the bad guys aren't coming after Peter Parker. They're after her for his most obvious weakness. Secondly, the events in WandaVision... What leads the other Sony Universe characters to materialize on this Earth? It'll huh. be the fault of Scarlet Witch. Spider-Man 3 is basically the middle place, middle piece of what really is a three-part tale, ending in Doctor Strange, ending in the Doctor Strange sequel with wow. Mephisto. What? Mephisto will show up here too, as revealed to me. Wow. So, so that for those who don't read comics, Mephisto is a part of the Spider-Man storylines. And you guys can look into it where Spider-Man and Mephisto have some deals. And basically that's how they removed the clone saga. And there's some other things as well. But that's how that's how Spider-Man and MJ broke up is was a deal with Mephisto. But it, there's more. In a previous link, I wrote that the previous Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, will remove Parker's identity problem. That seems, that seems uncertain now as other personal... As other personnel close to the matter informed me that the solution was part of an earlier draft. Dr. Strange is going to remove people's memories of Parker being Spider-Man, including MJ's with one of his powerful spells. They added there will be consequences to which I do not know. 
Maguire and Garfield don't appear until the second half of the film, setting up an extraordinary sequence with the trio battling the respective villains. There will be time travel involved as well, swinging from one universe to another. Cynics have claimed that DC Films, a Flash movie, influenced Spider-Man 3 to head in this direction. The mammoth success of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse animated movie in 2018 convinced Disney and Sony to pursue this particular vision. With Raimi... With, uh, with Raimi directing the second Doctor Strange film, he can provide Maguire the Endgame-esque finale I unveiled before. Scripts change in Hollywood more often than hotel bedsheets, so how much of this remains intact, I cannot guarantee. Holy shit. Spider-Man Multiverse, uh, Spider-Gwen, here comes Miles Morales, Mephisto, so as we just heard. It's, so, wow. So basically what Mikey's saying is, a WandaVision is starting off this first a multiverse s- first, and then uh, it's going to be Spider-Man three. And then it's going to uh, conclude and into the multiverse of madness. Cause Dr. Wow. Strange is also going to be in Spider-Man three. We've already know Toby Maguire is coming back. We know Andrew Garfield's coming back. We know Alfred Melita's coming back as Doc Ock. We know uh, Jamie Foxx is coming Time back travel as and uh, mind control or mind yeah. alteration. <sighs> I mean, that's why um, the, the inclusion of Doctor Strange is so important. And as soon as you saw that he was going to be in Spider-Man, through you, that should already know right there that they're going to start doing some 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 crazy mystical stuff. I mean, there's so much news coming out. I mean, I'm pretty sure Sony has got want to make an announcement soon, but Sony just doesn't have a platform like uh, Warner Brothers has with HBO Max right. uh, and DC Fandom and what Marvel did with their earnings investor calls. <laughs> If you think that that earnings call was normal, I I, I beg you to go Google uh, Disney earnings call 2019 because it was just a telephone call. <laughs> it was, it wasn't any uh this uh, production that they put on. So it's uh, you know so when you knew it was going to be video, you know it was going to be big. And I think my man JLS Comics pointed out on uh, on Facebook where um, uh, Kevin Feige said. Uh, something about blade and he goes but we will ha- we have much more announcements coming up really soon if you notice that these the disney earnings call was mainly about their streaming service they were really pushing that streaming service really really hard so they wanted everything else speaking of really really hard shout out to our girl amy nevis sorry i'm late to the party i was chilling literally it was 20 degrees out with Oof. santa all day looking forward to the rewatch merry christmas from ages comics of alaska to you guys merry, merry christmas, christmas to amy to our friends over at Ages Comics, Lou and Amy, you guys doing a great job over there. If you haven't, go peep out our friends over at Ages Comics. I think they may be having an auction tonight. Um, uh, Amy, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys having an auction tonight? I think you guys have a, a, a YouTube auction every uh, Saturday. Um, so yeah, man, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. Big. So I mean, we've talked about Sinister Six, but you know, yeah. Sinister Six may be too big yet. But if you think about it, uh. Tobey Maguire fights Doc Ock, Andrew Garfield fights Electro, and Spider-Man will fight whatever villain they give him, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a fair fight as opposed to six against three. Um, but, you know, I haven't heard about Sandman coming back, but he, uh, Sandman, uh, yeah, so make sure you guys check out um, uh, Aegis Comics of Alaska in about uh, 40 minutes. They got a YouTube auction. As a matter of fact, Amy, I'll do you one better. Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, I will leave, I will drop the link into the live chat. And in 45 minutes, head over to our friends at Ages Comics of Alaska. Go get you some good books. I got some really killer books from them on the cheap. So hit up Ages Comics of Alaska. They got an auction coming down in about 45 minutes. So uh, 
that makes no sense to me because it's 545 right now. So I guess they're just off, you know. All right. Um, and Amy is going to be on Spine Ticks tonight. Hell, yeah, you know, maybe I'll be on Spine Ticks. Normally, I, I close the Spine Ticks show when I'm super drunk. Um, so <laughs> we shall see. But there you go, man. Um, that's it, man. That, that's a ton of news. So uh, I, we- Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you guys joined us on this Saturday where we didn't think much was going to happen. Yeah, so let, I'll go through the long-term spec list really fast. So the characters that have been reserved for a Morbius trilogy of films or at least a Morbius movie franchise is our friend Demogoblin or Demogoblin. Uh, Demogoblin, first appearance, Web of Spider-Man number 86. So uh, I'll give you guys a couple seconds to uh, Google that uh, on eBay. Next up, Vic Slaughter, first appearance, Morbius the Living Vampire number six from 1993. Go ahead and uh, write that down or search for that on uh, eBay right now. Elizabeth Nikos, first appearance of Morbius, the Living Vampire, number one, 2019, is uh, another character that they are researching for use in the Morbius franchise of films. Next up, Bloodthirst. So thirsty that I don't have, there is nothing (laughs) on him on Wikipedia. But his first appearance is Morbius, the Living Vampire, number 20, from 1994. Next up, Nicoletta Harrow. She is an heir of AIM, the, the evil scientific scientific uh, organization. First appearance, Morbius, the villain, uh, Living Vampire, volume number two, number six from 2013. Next up, Carry On, My Wayward Son. Carry On, first appearance, Spectacular Spider-Man, number 149. Everybody's favorite uh, meth head gone bad. Uh-huh. And least... Last but certainly not least, probably the most popular or most, the most uh, likely, most known character on this that everybody's been waiting on, mm-hmm. Manwolf. First appearance as Manwolf ASM number one twenty four. If you want to go get the first appearance of John Janet Jameson the third, God bless you because you're going to be paying uh, buku dollars, man. But uh, that's it, man. Uh, that's pretty amazing. I don't know if should I read this Spider Man scoop again. I meant, um, and hey, it's your show, brother. Uh, it's 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 a big one. It's it is a big, a big one. one. Maybe you should. All right, let me give them something to look at while I read. <laughs> is that too much? No, it's All perfect. Right. All right, no, that's too much. You can uh, <laughs> uh, you can read this. All right, uh, so this is fresh off the presses, boys and girls. Uh, since it is fresh off the presses, you know we're stalling for time here. Let me give you one of these. So get yourself ready, ladies and gentlemen. Can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! Okay. Uh, Apparently I have a wine cork in my mouth. Thank you. I don't even know what that means, but uh, right back at you. Um... Uh, TiVo, you rock. Good dude. But before you go on, talk with a wine cork in your mouth. It helps pronounce the words better. Really? I will not even try to attempt that because I would, my luck, I would end up swallowing it and choke on live on YouTube. Can you imagine me choking on a wine cork? Uh, that, but anyway, uh, let's go right to it as boys and girls. All right. One last time. I'm going to read this. This is fresh off the presses from a man, Mikey Sutton. Um, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Here we go. Tom Holland's Peter Parker will still be the focus of the still-entitled Spider-Man 3 film despite a growing cast of heroes and villains. However, according to inside sources, Spider-Man 3 is going to be a sprawling 
ad ambitious adventure weaving together science and the supernatural. Apparently, it will end on a cliffhanger as well, concluding in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, which is being directed by Sam Raimi, who also directed the first two Spider-Man movies. The following information, if parts remain unchanged during production, could be massive spoilers. First of all, the burgeoning romance between Parker and MJ will deepen in the movie. Those expecting action from beginning to end are not going to receive what they're seeking. Don't get me wrong, though. The first act of the film, which I will preview today, well, I'll preview below, has a potential to rival Infinity War and Endgame. But anyone thinking that Kevin Feige will take his eyes off the wheel are worrying for nothing. Spider-Man 3 is going to be similar to Civil War and how it balances powerful character moments and characters gradually introduced into its plot. In other words, it won't be a case of spaghetti being thrown against the wall. At the heart of it will be a Holland and Zendaya. The movie will revolve around their relationship and it's going to be tested here as she realizes how dangerous it is her boyfriend, how dangerous it how dangerous it is for her boyfriend to be Spider-Man, especially with the world knowing his true identity. The bad guys aren't coming after Parker. They're after her, her his most obvious weakness, right? They always go after the, the, the family members. Secondly, the events in WandaVision are what leads the other Sony Universe characters to materialize on this earth, meaning Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. It'll be the fault of the Scarlet Witch. Spider-Man 3 is basically the middle piece of what really is a three-part tale, ending in, Doctor Sh in the Doctor Strange sequel with Mephisto, who will show up too as it was revealed to Mikey. In a previous leak, I wrote that the previous Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, removed Parker's identity problem. That seems uncertain now as other personnel close to the matter have informed me that the solution was part of an earlier draft. Doctor Strange is going to remove people's memories of Parker being Spider-Man, including MJ's, with one of his powerful spells. They added there will be consequences to which I do not know yet. Oh, mind manipulation. That's right. Maguire and Garfield don't appear until the second half of the film, setting up an extraordinary, an extraordinary sequence with the trio battling the respective villains. There will be time travel involved as well, swinging from one universe to another. Cynics have claimed that DC film that DC Films Flash movie influenced Spider-Man 3 to head in this direction. The mammoth success of the Oscar-winning Into the Spider-Verse animated movie in 2018 convinced Disney and Sony to pursue this particular direction. With Raimi directing the second Doctor Strange, he can provide Maguire the Endgame-esque finale that I unveiled before. But as always, scripts change in Hollywood more often than hotel bed seats. How much of this remains intact? I cannot guarantee, but so far, that's what they're talking about right now. It's reason to get excited. You know, like I, you know, like we always said, uh, they've kind of been, uh, oh, you want to show something, Ryan? I'm just saying, uh, auction, we're all having auction, Saturday night auction, let's go. Okay, opening bid, $1. <laughs> what do you guys got? First appearance of Mephisto, Server Surfer, right there. Uh, what do you guys got? You know, don't don't even joke around. People will start no. bidding in this live chat. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's a that's a joke. That's a joke. No, that's a you need to hold but on. But I'm to glad that. That I am holding on to that for yeah. sure. But that was very exciting news for me. I bought that a long time ago on a Lords of Longbox spec that we had. And um we spec Mephisto a long time ago. Mephisto a long time ago that he yes, was gonna be in Doctor Strange. Oh um, I'm excited. Because from if you guys remember back, some of one of our earliest older specs was the 
the next Doctor Strange film will be Triumph and Torment, which is the uh, graphic novel with Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom, where Doctor Strange helps Doctor Doom get back the soul of Doctor Doom's mother, and they go to hell or, you know, Mephisto's realm. One of my favorite books are graphic novels to read. It's not really a collectible, but it's a great story since it's a, I have the hardback graphic novel. It's a great read. Mike Mignola did the art. I'm trying to remember who wrote it. Roger Stern, I'm thinking. God, my memory is bad in my old age, but... Old man. <sighs> yeah, man, but uh, there you go, man. So happy Saturday! All so- it's, it was all Sony news, man, with some uh, Marvel stuff thrown in. Happy twelve so. twelve! It must be a lucky day. Yeah, it is crazy, man. I mean, I'm still hungover from Friday, to be honest with you. Um, no, yeah, Thursday. That was, <laughs> that was a ton. No, Thursday. Just all the news, the Star Wars news, the Marvel news that dropped on Thursday at Investor Call. I mean, that's just it was just mind boggling. I mean, but to be honest with you, it's it, it's like no nut November and December first came and just kaboom. Um, you know what I mean? Because really they had no avenue to really um release this. They could have done DC fandom, but then you know, you know, the sides always say one side is is either doing is copying what the other side is doing. It's not copying if you guys are both trying to get a message out, and if one does it better than the other, then you know, kudos to you. But DC fandom, uh, day one had some good stuff. Uh, yep. The Marvel investor call for what it was. There was a you know a lot of people complain how boring it was because it's an investor call. Jesus Christ, people were expecting a Holly's presentation. These were executives at Disney talking to a camera. Of course, it was boring. Only Kevin Feige really does this normally, right? But I was like, ah, uh, I'm a fun. Oh, I gotta watch the Nat Geo stuff, and I was like, you know what? This Nat Geo stuff seems. I'm pretty down with it. I love animal shows, man. So uh, even the Pixar, uh, Pixar stuff, I am looking super forward to an actual Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not the and it's not based on the toys, based on the real life. And Tom Hanks are um, who did they get for it? Chris Evans is going to be playing Buzz Lightyear. That's freaking awesome, man! Freaking awesome. But uh, thank you guys all for joining us in a uh, impromptu Saturday. Uh, 132. If you're watching, really appreciate it. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit that thumbs up for uh, when we break in and just do crazy shows like this on a on a Saturday afternoon. Yep. Ryan, thank you for joining me. Welcome. Uh, thank you to Mikey's son. Go check out geekosneymag.com. Uh, they're gonna have some more stuff. Mikey's been dropping articles like crazy, <sighs> and I can finally rest today. It's been a busy week, man. Um, Shout out to Beyond the Blast Doors. I popped in uh, surprisingly last night. They had a uh, uh, what they call a, a call-in show. So I just called in and they put me on the show and I got to talk uh, Star Wars goodies. So nice. if you haven't seen it, go check out the Man, uh, Beyond the Blast Doors uh, show from yesterday. And uh, I just got on as a guest. They didn't know who I was because David wasn't on there. And I just said, yo, man, uh, let's talk some Mandalorian stuff. And I t- got to talk some Star Wars stuff, which Ooh, is always speaking fun. Speaking of Mandalorian, I just watched the episode from yesterday. No spoilers. Yeah, we no, have to no wait spoilers. till at least no, Monday. No, no. Oh, yeah. no spoilers. I'm just saying. They don't disappoint. It just keeps on going. Uh, yeah. I'll be so sad shout out to everybody in the, the live season. chat. Barbarian Kung Fu, Peter Porker, BJ Kumar Pradon. Uh, there's a bunch of you. There it is. Beyond the Blast Wars is in the live chat right there. So make sure you guys sub up Beyond the Blast Wars. If you like Star Wars, these guys love Star Wars and everything Star Wars, and they are very knowledgeable. You know what? Um, go back and watch when they were watching the um, the call oh my God. live. I've never okay. seen a group of guys so excited. I'm sorry. Now, Hilarious, am, fantastic I putting, video. I am putting that in the live chat. Hold on. because you, 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 you have to. You have to. It's brilliant. You, if you guys want to see that. The excitement level is a million percent. So uh, 
this is uh, their reaction to. So no spoilers, obviously. No. This is their reaction to the news, the Star Wars news that dropped during the um, that dropped during the Disney earnings call. And let's just say there's uh, one of the guys uh, got so excited he had to make do a cl- uh, a change of clothes during the <laughs> thing. It's in the live chat. Go sub them up. Uh, oh, that please. video is absolutely incredible. That is pure unbi- unbridled 100%. joy and insanity and everything else. I absolutely loved it. Scotty, shout out to you wherever you are. I hope uh, I hope you uh, survive that because uh, <laughs> go peep out that video. It's absolutely awesome. Our friends from Beyond the Blast Stories, we've been uh, friends for years now. Um, so it was an awesome episode. Um, I was on it last night and make, you got to just look at the link I just dropped in there. You know what? It's so good. I'm going to drop it in there again because the, this is a real life, real time reaction to the Disney earnings call. And those guys just went, Scotty went up. I thought I was excited. Uh, no, no I'm not. I'm, I'm no. a pathetic. You, I am a, I am not a Star Wars fan. After We have this. no emotion at all compared None. to Scotty from None. Beyond the Blast Stories. I'm a uh, robot, for Christ's yeah. sake. Because he went off to the point Beautiful. where he I, he was like just <laughs> shedding clothing at one point. He was just so <laughs> excited. But, so, but you know what? So you can always tell fake reaction videos, right? Yeah. As opposed to a reaction video where somebody sees it the first time. And uh, like, you know, some people say it's corny when people like cry during reaction videos, but wow. you know what? I enjoy that stuff. I'm a big sap. That's, on that's, that's 100% truth. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, there's no, there's no faking that. So no. kudos. Real time live reaction videos. Uh, if I, I won't lie to you, there's some videos I watch where I like, I, I will tear up. Like uh, there's a supernatural finale compilation, that video. You seen that one, right? No, no, I got it. No. Oh man, yeah. I was thinking about man. I should do I should do a live reaction to this, and I was like, nobody wants to see me ugly cry. It's not, <laughs> it's not a good sight. It's not a good sight, man. But uh, there is a supernatural. Um, you know what? I will put this in the live link. You should check it out, Ryan. I will. Um, um, it's a. It's just a little homage that they did uh, for the ending. Um, and let me see if I can find it. If this is it, hold on. They we're couldn't the end that but it's Saturday. Show. It's, we're they live. You guys ain't got shit that to do. Show Say any better? They really couldn't. I had no expectations of what what were they going to do. You know, I guess there's a few options, but what they did, it summed it all up with a neat little bow. Yeah, hold on. Let me find the right one. Uh, oh. Is this the one? No, I, I gotta find it. So, do, do, do. Anyway, look for it. It basically starts off from. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Just... I'll find it. I'll find it. Don't worry. Don't spoil it. It's too too. I mean, uh, those of you who have seen it know what we're talking about. Those of you who haven't, you should. You wouldn't. You won't be disappointed. It is. Um, it's a rare show that actually, you know, uh, finishes on a high note, even though it's a low note. It's a high note. It was. It was brilliant. Brilliantly. I done. wouldn't even say it was a low note. Um, it. 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 It completed the way it should. Yeah. No, you're you know right. What I mean, you're right. I mean, if if you think about it, it completed the way it should, and uh, it's so hard to talk spoilers. Oh, is this it? Uh, sequential geek. We're talking about. Supernatural. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. 
I don't want to play it on here because it has. Uh... Oh, here it is. You have to check this out, guys. Um, this has the the final scene along with the Kansas song, obviously. But if you have, if you already seen the supernatural finale, peep that out. Click on that link and uh, get some tissue ready uh, for for crying, damn it! Not well, for those other things, you pervs. It's fifteen seasons of monster hunting goodness and heaven, hell demons god and angel, you know what they were never everything. they never took themselves too seriously no, they, could, was... they can they can joke about themselves you know the cool thing is they're both of them live in austin and they're friends and their wives are friends and you know and, and even though it filmed in vancouver uh mm -hmm. for all this time and they're friends with Stephen amell too and all the early like cw cats but click on the link right there for that supernatural thing uh and i would just say when dean gets into 67 impala and he plays kansas one last time <laughs> man <laughs> Perfect. Brilliant. Perfecto. Perfecto. I mean, that and Breaking Bad have only really nailed the landing of a series finale. Yeah. I'm trying I agree. to think of other things. But all right, guys. Hey, we killed an hour. Look at that, man. It's still a hundred of you watching, and it's not an auction. And it's not a Tuesday or a Thursday. We appreciate it. So we will see you guys again on Tuesday for the cover price top 10 and then Thursday for the comic book shakers. So uh until then, boys and girls, for Dark Side Jedi, this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Peace, everybody.